hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And we're back. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. We have a special guest with us today, Tori Maris. Tori Maris comes to us from torysays.com. And Tori, uh, you know, there's so much going on, you know, with uh, politics today. I mean, we won three, I think we won won three seats, the one in Nebraska and Wisconsin. The particularly good one was the one we flipped in California, District 25. So that's going well. If the tea leaves are any indication, uh, this COVID thing is blowing up in the people's faces. Uh, We had the Supreme Court weighing in on Trump's taxes yesterday. And then we also had the COVID hearing. Uh, and I called you up uh, after the hearing, the COVID hearing, because you and I talk a lot, right? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, so, we do. So I called you up and I said, uh, I was I was actually kind of quizzing you. God forbid me quiz Tori, right? But I was quizzing you a little bit because I just knew you would get the answer right. And I said, what do you think this whole COVID thing's about? Just real... Big, and you said voter fraud, <laughs> and people. Right. A lot of people aren't talking about it in that light, but really, truly, everything else is a razzle dazzle, smoke and mirror. The the trillion, the three, the three trillion dollar bill that Nancy Pelosi's pushing around, all of that is a distraction to the really what's in play here. And let's talk about how the COVID com- hearing and the. The doom and gloom and the fear and the stay-at-home orders and the liberals versus the conservatives and the threats of the dual flu, COVID in, in the fall. What is all that designed to do? Well, well, Scott, what we have to pay attention to is, um, I don't know if you saw Millie Weaver's report, but the, this is all these Watergate federal prosecutors, former ones, right, that are going after Flynn are also the ones advocating for online voting, uh, for internet voting, app voting, like we saw what a mess it was in Iowa, right? And it's as if they're, they're, they're leveraging, right? Keeping some turmoil now that the Russia hoax is coming out by, you know, holding on to this Flynn thing going, right? Because I'm going to tell you what I see. I see that, uh, you know, SCOTUS will have to get involved and when the Supreme Court has to get involved, Something may or may not happen to Ruth Bader Ginsburg suddenly. And then we have to wait for confirmation. So that man's going to be in limbo. So that's going to be hanging in the balance. While at the same time, they're ripping our rights away on state levels, pushing these mail-in ballots, right? And then we have Rhonda McDaniel, who heads the GOP, that has hired a firm to secure, you know, American citizen information, which is used for what? Purposes of voter registration and stuff like that, Right. To gaping hole back again to CrowdStrike as if she's asking to be hacked again. Because you, you know, the last time the RNC was hacked, over 60% of the U.S. population's PII was released. So we've got Fauci sitting there pushing, you know, oh, we're all going to die. No one died, right? We've got CNN doing PR for China saying that it's our fault that we're all dying. So, you know, I, I, it's not going to be short saying that, you know, they're going to probably say that this virus came out of the U.S. and not even China. You know, this is where they're going. They want to keep us hostage. They want to use our information with the DNA canvassing, the t- tracers. You know, now they're going to make a load of Karens and pay them to follow people around and contact trace, documenting things. And you know what the silly thing is? Huh? If you want to go to a store in some state, 
you're going to have to provide identification, right? But yet to vote, you don't need to provide it. Are you kidding? Like, how does that even make sense? Oh, so, okay, I'm sorry. I want to go shopping at, like, TJ Maxx, so I have to give a valid identification with my address and photo, but when I go vote, I, I don't need to? Well, that's where this that's where I think this act, could flip itself you know? up. This is where I think it could flip itself up on its head because they're being so restrictive, right? I, I almost think that they're digging their grave. They, they got a shovel. They're piling up the dirt. They're just digging it. And at some point, you're going to say, okay, well, you want it to actually – it's sort of like when you say you want to deny churches to, uh, their ability to congregate, but you want to open up cannabis stores and pack those stores full to the hilt. You know, So it's like you can't have it both ways. So in order to get them to show their true colors, you got to let them actually behave, right? you got to l- really let them go and play, right? The socialist ha- haven, you know, they're just having a field day with this COVID, with their authoritarian rules and executive orders. And once they do it, they're going to have to hang those mantras around their neck. And they are going to be basically like, you know, um, pasted like a big ostrich in, in, the, in the middle of the court, courtyard, right? For all to see what a pig they are, you know? Nazi, uh, nobody, nobody knew that Hitler was a Nazi until after, right? And then you look back and you say, oh, look at that little half-inch mustache. That guy's a creep. We, he's a negative, right? Not a positive. Well, we're going to look back at Northrum and Kate uh, Brown and, and Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo as a bunch of losers. And I think this is going to devastate the Democrat Party for generations to come. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. And, you know, we're seeing them push that narrative. I mean, you you so nicely talk about President Trump's retweet of that video of Joe Biden, right? That moment with Stephanopoulos was like his what difference does it make moment, you know, Uh, because he was kind of saying, oh, yeah, so I knew about it. Let's just look forward. Let's not look at the past. Let's just focus on what is in front of us. He doesn't even know what's in front of him. He doesn't even know what his name is, if you ask him. You know, and this is this is them pushing the vote by mail. But the question that everyone should be asking is such big campaigns and weaponizing former federal prosecutors to advocate for the stuff and do the research requires money. Who's paying for this? Who's paying for all the vote by mail, vote by Internet, vote by app, you know, things. And there's this former federal prosecutor from North Dakota called Tim Perdon, who was fired along with the South Dakota within days for some, you know, dilly-dallying they were doing with the Native American population back in 2015, and they got caught. And that's where they were pushing the no-voter ID for, for Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. From back then, preemptively. They both went to this huge law firm, and suddenly this law firm is pushing for the vote by mail, pushing to dig in and get information to get slid. And they're all talking about it on Twitter as if it's no big deal. We're all going to do this. And it's like, who's paying them? Because you know these people don't do things for free. So the minute Barack Hussein Obama comes out with his group saying, we're, I'm very vested, we got to make this happen, suddenly where did this money come from? Was that his you know, whistle to say, get going? Yeah. This is scary. That was a dog this whistle. This is really scary. Yeah. Right, it was. This is really scary. And, you know, in the end, it's going to be impeach 44. We need to, like, create a meme with Maxine Waters screaming impeach 45 and alt the voice to say 44. Yeah, right. That would be good. that's where it comes down to. Yeah, that's where it comes down to, Scott. I mean, that, yeah. that way we can undo eight years of a travesty 
that we went through as a nation under Barack Hussein Obama. Right, right. All right, so Tori, tell us how we can get a hold of you and when your show airs and what, do you, what you're doing. Yeah, well, I'm live 12 to 2 Eastern every day. You can find me on torysays.com um, and on Twitter, Tori underscore says. I also have a Facebook page, Tori says. Um, and yeah, I share my articles, my content, and, you know, my, my point of view on what's going on. <laughs> right. I, I do just everybody just needs to pray. These are times that are unprecedented. I mean, what the judge is doing is disgusting. This goes to show, like, look, if they're doing it to him, imagine what they could do to you and me, Scott. Oh, absolutely. I think about that all the time. Like a flea. All right, Tori. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me, Scott. All right, take care. God bless. Right. <laughs> you. Bye bye. And that's Tori. She is such a good friend and uh, such a great, talented uh, talk show host and a really good person. We're going to take this to a break. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show.